Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. Almost every day. Oh, is that normal? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think they're, they're, they need a bigger place, something easier to get into. That's a that's a kind of a quirky little place. I bet Bastion loves having the busiest place in town right next well, door. Well, it's nice if you get your car service to Bastion, you can walk across the parking lot and get a coffee and a donut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Life is good. Yeah. How about that? Or you could walk up the street to KFC or... Uh, is right. There, that's in the... What, what, and what's in Burger between King, there? The no, Sunoco? Burger or? King. The, yeah. The... Uh, um, what do you call it? Convenience store. They have a lot of food there. Isn't that funny? That we can't remember our names, but we, we can we can recite every <laughs> store <laughs> And if you want to run across the street, there's a Chinese restaurant and mm-hmm. then there's Hosses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plenty yeah. of places to eat in Shemokin mm-hmm. Dam. Hosses. All of them good. <laughs> <laughs> and buy your groceries at Aldi's, but bring your own bags. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. Super glad to see you on the radio. Thanks for joining us. Rob Center has not gotten enough credit today. He's rolled with the punches and made sure that everything was glued together nicely all day. Uh, he is our fabulous producer for the Sunrise program. That's why there is an archived version already on the WKOK podcast page of our great Sunrise Raise the Region interview with Jason McCacken and uh, Mr. Aubrey Alexander. Uh, so he did that earlier today, and today is going to make sure that if you call 1-800-795-9565, you go on the air, unless you're a barred person who's not allowed on the air. We barred anybody? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. But if we did, we would ask Rob, and I bet he would tell him to call I'm back. I'm sure he would. Call back another day. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. Well, Bill from uh, Dewart wants to take me to task this morning. First thing, how about that? Somebody's okay. jumping on me right away. Jeez. Says, Joe, yesterday you criticized President Biden for not remembering the name of the Secretary of Defense. Let's not forget Trump's Kofifi, Tim Apple, Ham, hamburger, 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 thinking Frederick Douglass is alive. I have the best words. In 1775, our armies took over the airports. <laughs> Yosemite. And, and that Yosemite, Yosemite instead of Semite, Yosemite, and uh, injecting disinfectant. Now, come on, he never suggested people inject disinfectant. He most certainly <laughs> did. Now, anyway. When, being, see, critical, when it being critical, it is best to look before you leap. But, Bill, here's the point. Oh, here we go. The subject has... <laughs> has come up complete, uh, repeatedly that Biden is not capable of handling the job. So in that case, any evidence to that, uh, that tends to point to that I think is valid, a valid criticism or something you certainly should be concerned about. Joe's an ageist. Uh, he discriminates against individuals of age. That's right. I don't like old people. Well, How old am I, by the way? Well, well you're 77. <laughs> seven. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say 76. I don't but, like these but, old people. But boy, tick-tock, tick-tock. Yeah, right. I, the, um, the clock is running down. But, uh, you know, obviously he's capable of handling the job. He's in there. He's doing it. He's but he hasn't taken a press he, he's, he's the first president. Oh, here we first go. First president <laughs> not to take a standalone press conference. You are bound and determined to make sure that President Biden will look as bad as Donald Trump on on his best So, day. in other words, we, it, we're now going so to have concerned? managed presidents. Instead of being leaders, we're going to have presidents who are led, people who are told what to do, when to do it. They're given a list of uh, reporters they may call on. Come on, that's not the give and yeah, take. Yeah, come not, on, Joe. That's not Jack Kennedy standing up there and taking on all comers. All right. And he did. 
<laughs> okay. And he did it with grace and style. I mean, I don't think I think he left a lot to be desired as a moral person, but as he a was moral person. <laughs> he was uh, he was great on his feet. Yeah, I looked in the dictionary under moral person, but I didn't see yes. President Trump. No, or uh, President right. Kennedy either, or President Clinton. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One of our good listeners ready to go. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning. Uh, I have <clears throat> what's known as an addictive personality. Let's say we were all together watching a football game. I, you know, I, it may come upon me to say, I bet the next turnover wins the game. And if anyone in the room wanted to bet with me, I, I would, you know, make a deal with them. So that, that's the kind of the way I see <laughs> the way I see things. It's not a good thing, but it's just the reality. So what I want to do, gentlemen, is I want to pose a political question to you two. And, and see what, see how you would answer. Okay, so it's a busy, beautiful day in uh, Bloomsburg or any other town along Route 11, and there's a busy, busy intersection. It's late in the day during rush hour, and this intersection is controlled by traffic lights and then pedestrian lights, okay? And you're unobtrusively observing the intersection, okay? And you see a man in his 20s, upper 20s probably, and his face is glued to his cell phone, looking down at it while he's walking. He approaches the intersection, and he glances up and sees the light flashing walk. And he just walks straight across, doesn't look at Route 11, doesn't look at the busy uh, cross-section street. He just keeps his face right in that phone and walks across without looking in any direction. If a, a political analyst were to say to you, would you dare to say what party you thought he voted for in the last election. Would you be willing to, to make a commitment? Not really. I don't think I have enough facts. I There's absolutely nothing in, the, nothing in what you've given us that indicates his political affiliation one way or the other. He's a Democrat. I've seen dumb Democrats and I've seen dumb Republicans. Well, so. yeah, but Republicans don't bury their nose in their phone. They don't? No. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know how yeah, many Republicans think, you know. <laughs> I think Mark's being facetious with that, Steve. Are you being honest with that, or are you just pulling my leg? I'd say he's a Democrat. Yeah, Republicans tend not to do that. Right. Right. Well, Mark. I, well I, I think it has doesn't really matter about whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. Like Joe said, he's seen you know people act like that of both parties or suspect that they do. But my position is, is the person experienced? Is he logical? Does he like to take in data before he makes decisions? Would he want people to take in lots of data and make predictions about the future? So let me ask you, Joe, so you said you weren't that willing to commit. What if there was a psychopath that had the addictive personality like me, and he wanted to run a test, and he had a gun to your head, and he knew whether that guy voted Republican or Democrat, and you were now on the line with your life to make a decision who you thought. have to pick, Joe. I have to pick, okay. (laughs) I'd say he's an independent. An independent. He's free of all traffic signals. (laughs) I think that's pretty uh, inductive, deductive view. That's a good, I, I agree with you. I wouldn't say that would be my pick. Because I know I know how I think, but I think that's very good. And that's all I had this morning, gentlemen. I just wanted to get what on is and, and the chat with answer you and throw to that this. Out. What, what's the answer? You I, posed I, the question. I have the uh, market and uh, 
uh, let's see what what what's the what is it market and what's the cross street in uh, downtown uh, at the fountain? What do they call that? The what is it, the, the Hollow Road, Fifth Street. The Fountain Fifth Street Hollow. Oh, is yeah, that Fifth where you're street at? Road. Oh, you're down at East Street yeah. Okay. and yeah. Fifth Street. Okay. Yeah. And then you know what really got me thinking about that? I, I left the uh, the Bloomsburg High School grounds down there, and, and and all the kids were practicing their sports. It was a glorious, beautiful day. But 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 while I was there working out. <laughs> how many people, I couldn't believe how many people I seen walking through the parking lot and they had like two and three dogs on a leash. And then I'm going up Fifth Street and there were actually more, I, in, I came across more dogs than humans on that street and I'm thinking, my goodness, what, what is up with all these dogs? And I'm thinking, there's more dogs than kids on the street right now after school. But then again, I, I came to that intersection and I saw I saw this this dude. I'm a, I'm far from the intersection, but I could see him coming down, and, and he just glanced up at that light and walked straight across. And I'm thinking, oh boy, I thought, well, they, taught, I thought they taught kids in school these days to look both ways before you cross the street. I don't know whether you've seen it, but I I'm, I know it's on YouTube, but I wouldn't know how to look it up. But there's a YouTube compilation video that shows people with their faces and their phones doing stupid things like walking into poles, falling into fountains at the mall. Or going down uh, basement know, steps and that are open. On men and women, books. right. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen anybody fall down a manhole cover or a manhole <laughs> in one of those yet. But, you know, I think that in today's society, for some reason, we seem to be stuck in our phones. And, and I don't think it – I think it goes across party lines. I don't think it's a Republican or Democratic thing. I think it's a – I don't know, contact thing? I mean, I know people that say, I hate people. I hate going into a restaurant and seeing somebody on the phone. And then I go to the restaurant with that person, and they're on the phone. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's, and I don't know the name of the joke. You're exactly right. I, I just listened to a, an article about a guy that was really the, the, the forerunner in getting the legislation passed about distracted driving. And this individual, this was back when they had flip phones, he had a flip phone, uh, flip phone, one-handed driving while texting, and he caused an accident that, that killed two very important scientists. Mm. And uh, he, he didn't own up to it in the beginning, but uh, there was a, a, a sheriff there that kind of got some in, in, intuitiveness about his job, and he, he, and he got the guy. And the guy then later repented and <clears throat> became a, an advocate for distracted driving and was instrumental in the first distracted uh, driving law that was uh, passed in this country. So you're right. I mean, you get hooked on these phones. Like right now, I'm, I'm almost hooked on uh, calling you guys. Well, you, we like that. That's allowed. <laughs> That's a habit yeah. we can live with. <laughs> you're an attractive nuisance, so to speak. But hey, let me tell you a real quick story. <laughs> I don't know about I, the I attractive part. One minute. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Williamsport, but there used to be a place called The Circuit up there. There were three lanes on the two major streets in the city. And on the weekend nights, people would go over there and they would run the circuit. You would time the lights and you could just kind of almost go and cruise if you, if you were going the speed limit, if you got it timed right. And, you know, guys would be looking for girls and girls would be looking for guys and all that stuff. Well, one night I was in a, a car with a bunch of guys and there was a bunch of girls in the other car stopped. We were the first cars at the intersection. We were on the outside lanes and the girls in the other car waved, come on over. I jumped out of my car and I ran across the front of the vehicle that I was in into the empty lane and there was a dude with a Volkswagen. He was timing the lights. Oh, so he, was he never had a right chance by. to stop. He hit me with the Volkswagen. And, and I'm not lying. He hit me right at the, you know, basically at the point of impact. I wasn't, we were up almost to the crosswalk. 
and he launched me into the intersection and I'm flying through the air and I'm flailing my arms because I envisioned that he was going to keep going and when I hit the ground he was going to run over me that that's how fast your brain thinks in those times so I hit the ground and the momentum just like a professional athlete carried me back up on my feet and I jumped back to the guy and as I'm going by I seen the hood of his car crushed and he's there shaking. It was a summer night. He's shaking with his hands on the wheel. And I said, hey, buddy, I'm sorry about getting hit by your car. And I jumped in the car with the girls, and we took off. And the next day, I was at a Penn State football game, and, and I, it was painful to sit. It was painful to stand. This is never a minute but just I, now. <laughs> <laughs> I just thank God that he didn't hit me on the side because I probably wouldn't have been walking right the rest of my life. All right. Well, the, the story well, would be you. much better if you told us you married one of the girls in the car. Well, he might have. <laughs> we, we don't want the that story. The story we is I wasn't thinking with the right part of my brain. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Probably the left or perhaps with your brain at all. The left part, I think he means. All right. <laughs> thank you. All right. Man. Thank you so much, Mike. Really appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565. How do we know that an individual crossing the street not paying attention with their nose in their phone is a Democrat? Well, Democrats are always looking for more information, trying to socialize and make sure that they're building up for the next election. They need details on things, trying to take in new information, trying to be well-rounded and look at emails and to the yes to the detriment of themselves that is true republicans don't do that they are old and in the way and they they, they don't need outside opinions they pay attention to where they're going and don't look up you need help brother <laughs> okay, you really I'm do need just some help. saying all right we'll take a refutation on that if you wish to offer one yeah, we're going to talk about the big blackout when we come back why people are ignoring governor cuomo's latest accuser there's another one Number six. No, I know. I saw it yesterday in the news. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their price promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Yes, speaking of Steve Jones, I had a Steve Jones-style rant yesterday about the Dallas Cowboys. And, Did you? Yeah, I, about Dak Prescott and uh, um, Mr. Matt Catrillo was really impressed. Oh. So I should have called the Steve Jones Show and keep it going. But, you know, we listened to this yesterday on the Dan Patrick Show. They talked about why it makes perfect sense uh, for the Cowboys to do this. I, I would have never thought about any of those things. So well, anyway, I'm not a Cowboys fan. Could care less. Okay. Doesn't pass the sniff uh, test with me. But here's you know? one that does. I, I think we need, to, we need to cover this briefly because I think both Chris, and I may be wrong on Chris, but Tom have mentioned the fact that the President Trump left the cupboard empty when it came to, to vaccines. Availability of vaccine. Right. And vaccination started well And this December. is a story out of the Tribune News Service that was published in today's um, 
Penn Live. It says, during a March 2nd news conference on the COVID-19 pandemic, President Joe Biden claimed that former President Donald Trump's administration did not ensure there would be enough vaccines for the American public. When I came into office, the prior administration had contracted for not nearly enough vaccine to cover adults in America, said Biden. We, rec we rectify that. Not true. As part of Operation Warp Speed, the Trump administration entered into contracts with multiple drug makers. The contracts were generally signed while potential vaccines were still in clinical trials. Experts told us this was the smart move to make because the Trump administration didn't know and couldn't know which vaccines from which drug makers would work, how effective they would be, or how quickly they could be produced. That was the whole approach of Operation Warp Speed, said Dr. Amesh Ajala, a senior scholar at the John Hopkins Center for Health Security. Not knowing which one would cross the finish line, the Trump administration took a portfolio approach and invested in multiple vaccines. Here's what the Trump team's contracts called for the drug makers to supply to the U.S. government. Pfizer, 100 million doses. Moderna, 100 million doses. Johnson & Johnson, 100 million doses. AstraZeneca, 300 million doses. Nova, Novavax, 100 really, AstraZeneca million. AstraZeneca's not in the U.S. That's funny. Uh, and uh, San, Sanofi uh, GlaxoSmithKline, 100 million doses. In all, the amounts agreed to under these contracts totaled about 800 million vaccine doses, or enough for more than 400 million people, and we don't have that many in this country. Well, that's if and only if every one of Well, first of all, some of them only require one dose, so you, you need even fewer than the number you just said. And uh, secondly, some of them never made it out. So, but I, you know, between what President Trump did and what President Biden is doing, I think we're fine. You know, I don't think to say but the, the cupboard, cupboard was not bare, right? I you know, mean, they, they may not have been manufactured yet. But President, when did we first vaccinate people? To mid December, right? It was before the holidays, it was close to the start of that period when the first one, when the uh, Pfizer was uh, given emergency. Because I remember the uh, yeah, you, you remember the rollout of the first doses was right about when we had that mid December snowstorm. So all of that's happening happening at the same time. That's long before Trump's uh, term is even up. Well, suppose he had um, suppose he had put all of his eggs in one basket. Oh, just Pfizer. Well, not, not, like not let's say he put Novavax, which is not out there yet. <laughs> which is not there. Yeah, so, but, you know, he was he did the smart thing, and he'll never get credit for it. I mean, Biden and the Democrats will try and take credit for it, but I think what he did with Operation Warp Speed... Who's not giving President Trump credit? Just Biden? or well, Our or, callers who say, oh, he had nothing to do with it. He had nothing okay. to do with getting these vaccines out. Well, he did. If it weren't for him, we wouldn't have the vaccines right now. Let's face it. Let's be honest about it. I, I think Joe Biden's trying to extend it and, and do the right thing, but to say that President Trump had nothing in it is unfair mm -hmm. and incorrect. Right. So, yeah, I don't disagree with that. I, I think uh, President Trump did what he could, and of course he was more self-involved than he was in trying to get the vaccines out, but I think everything that he could have done, it sounds like he did do, warp speed, expedited development as much as was necessary. So that, you know, he deserves credit for that. And uh, He did not suggest people inject themselves with Clorox. Well, he suggested that it may help, right? He, he was at, no, he was he was hypothetically talking about right, if there I is a it. if there's a possibility to put a wipe on, or you know to no. take a liquid and rub it on the table and kill germs. Why can't we do that internally? Why can't we inject it? Right? He didn't say inject he it. He said, "Why say. can't we do that internally?" Or well, maybe he was talking about having something injection. to inject into yourself. Mm -hmm. And it isn't that matter. what we're doing? Isn't that the vaccine anyway? Aren't we injecting the vaccine? Regardless, Joe, <laughs> it's a silly thing to say, but it's not particularly <laughs> offensive to me. If to 
president wants to say silly things like that to his science people. They didn't agree, so that's fine. Deborah Burks uh, never said, hey, that's a good idea, sir. Uh, I'll get you a syringe right now and a bottle of Clorox, and we'll, we'll get this party started. So fortunately, she never said that. But, I, I, you know, I don't... And he never did it either, so let's be honest. As far as you know, remember he was giving himself the... Uh, Hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> uh, Didn't hurt him, Prophylactically. Apparently. Well, you'd never know. You don't know if it hurt him or not. He certainly wouldn't tell us if he was hurt by that. But he stopped after a while, I'm assuming. Anyway. Well, he didn't die. Well, that's true. Yeah, it didn't kill him. That's true. And what doesn't he kill you makes... He seems healthy. Make, he seems reasonably healthy. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? So that's what Germans always say. He came out of it stronger, so... Well, in any event... Anyway, the president did fine with warp speed. I, I And uh, President Biden now says that uh, he's still on track to have 100 million doses in his first 100 days. Well, we were on track anyway. That I was, If you'd let me finish. <laughs> oh, that foundation was laid by President Trump, who placed all these orders. And then President Biden said, okay, now we know which ones are the go-to, and so he's doubled up on the orders. So we should have 600 million doses available for everybody by the what the end of May is when he's saying now. Right. Uh, they'll be available, and then within a month after that, they'll be in the arms of everybody by then. So that'll be fine. And now the That's, Los Angeles school teachers are saying that they're going to go back to school. And I find this ironic. This comes a day after someone leaked an, an email that they sent out saying, when you go on your spring break, don't post pictures of it because it's going to be hard for us to justify not going into class if you're traveling and having a good time on your vacation. Mm. <laughs> you know, you talk about hypocrisy. And, and where is Joe Biden not calling these people out? Yeah, remember when you send out those kind of emails, they go to spouses who aren't teachers, and they, they might see they those them out. You know, it's sad because the kids do need to be back in school. We have the vaccine now. You know, there's the question about whether or not we should continue wearing masks. Texas and some of the other states, Mississippi, have opened up and they uh, got rid of the mask mandates and everything else. And then you have other experts saying this isn't the time to do that. Well, you know, I think Dr. Fauci is pretty much bankrupt in terms of his pronouncements because he's been all over the place telling us we didn't need to wear masks then we do need to wear a mask telling us to get vaccinated so we can open up and then we get vaccinated and we can't open up you know so what is well, the right the thing dr. to do dr fauci never said anybody shouldn't open up don't conflate what he says now uh, obviously his knowledge and remarks have evolved in the past evolved. year evolved <laughs> is that how you phrase it well and the more you know you know what did you know about a Johnson and Johnson vaccine a year ago. Well, as time goes on, you're learning more about this and what, it can, what these things do and what they can't do. So, yeah, I don't fault him for this. We certainly he's he's tried to do the most good for the most people all year round, all, all since this started. Has he been perfect? No. But then, then again, that's a bit of our fault for putting our trust in just one individual rather than a team of individuals. If you if you put a point person at the top, you better pick somebody perfect. Well, he ain't a per perfect person, so. The, well, President the fact Trump is, had, I think he's doing the best that he can. President Trump had him and Dr. Burks, and then everybody, when they disagree with him, they accuse President Trump of trying to shut him up. So, of course, President Biden points him to the same position and gives him even more authority. Mm -hmm. And then he winds up saying things President Biden doesn't like. So, 
I don't know, but what's the right answer? I mean, if you were the governor of Pennsylvania, would you open up now, or would you maintain the uh, the restrictions that you currently have in place? Uh, I would start to incrementally ease restrictions. I think we're safe enough to do that now. If you keep the masking in place you know, when you're moving to and from restaurant tables, uh, the capacity I think is 50 percent now. If you're participating in the governor's would you open it up thing. 100? Would you give it 100? I wouldn't do it 100 percent, but I, I think you, if you keep uh, incrementally moving them up a little bit, you know, now, you know, next making it 60%, let's say, or something like that, or then masking's not required at certain facilities or uncrowded facilities, that's that kind of thing. I think you send a message to people that, yes, we have some restrictions, but yes, we are putting this behind us. And so you really just do your very, very best to make sure that your restrictions keep up. You know, the last thing you'd want to have happen is for us to get to the end of May and for cases to be down into the single digits across the board, new cases, but to have the mandate in place, because then nobody's going to listen to it. If you ease it now, which he did do, he eased the the out-of-state travel restriction quarantine plus something else last week he eased to, to try to keep up with this. Mentally, COVID fatigue has people easing up on their own anyway. So, yeah, I would try to stay in lockstep with uh, the case counts and, you know, try to stay in front of it that way. Well, I'm not so certain I agree with you 100%, but we don't have time for me to cover my opinions because you (laughs) took so long giving yours. (laughs) I've listened to you for the first 25 minutes of the first half hour. You and this president closet, empty closet. Oh, my gosh. WKOK Sunbury. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Joe is directly across from me and diametrically opposed to all the common sense smart measures that we've been talking about. Oh, sir, completely opposed. (laughs) To everything. Thank you. Yes, he's old and in the way is the uh, proper phrase. I think there was a band called Old and in the Way. But there should be. A bluegrass band or something (laughs) like that. All right. So we are looking at On the Mark. It is the 10th day of March, 2021. we got open phones right now. You are welcome to call us. 1-800-795-9565. You're welcome to email us at onthemarket, and text us at 70236. On the Market is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. We're going to talk about the Mustang uh, E-Mock, or Mach-E Mustang coming up very shortly here this morning. We'll be talking about that, the Mach-E. That E stands for Electricity, which uh, runs this beautiful car. So you'll get a chance to, uh, you're welcome to go down to the Sunbury Motor Company. Do what I did. Cover up the seats and the steering wheel and the dash with plastic. Sit in the vehicle and enjoy a uh, short ride and the salesperson doesn't ride with you because that would violate the uh, proximity situation so social distancing so you get to ride knowing you i'm surprised you didn't just keep on going (laughs) go up over mile hill road and keep on going going. all right last Uh, time we saw lawrence he was in that electric car and he was gone heading through riverside (laughs) all right Uh, so yeah we'll talk more about that uh, coming up some brief news headlines the valley's new set of covid19 cases is up slightly. Northumberland County, 22 cases. Snyder County, 32 cases. Union County, just 8. And Montour County, 0. And the latest number, statewide numbers, uh, now back up to about 3,000 cases per day on average. And that will probably be now that we our plummetization of the rates is down to a plateau. That'll probably be the new normal for around here. In terms of hospitalizations, up slightly at Geisinger, 34 people on board now. And uh, same number at Evangelical. 
Evangelical Community Hospital, five people at Evangelical Community Hospital with COVID-19. A mathematics professor from Bucknell University, co-author of a new study examining the vaccination distribution. What is it better to do, vaccinate young people so they can get out and about and keep on working and generating uh, goods and services for our economy, or vaccinate older folks so they don't have to stay in isolation much longer? And the answer, according to a Bucknell mathematician... So our study was to actually investigate this and figure out what will save the most total years of life. Who should get the vaccine first if we wanted to save the most total years of life? We already knew that vaccinating the oldest would save the most number of lives. And it was thought that vaccinating younger people would save the most total years of life. But we showed that actually vaccinating the oldest will also save the most total years of life. In other words, there's two reasons to start with the older people first. And that's what we're doing. Individuals 65 years of age and older in Pennsylvania, anyway, according to Dr. Thomas Cassidy. Uh, the beauty of the COVID-19 uh, disease, he said, is that for younger individuals, it's rarely fatal. And that was what uh, made it even clearer that older folks should be vaccinated first. You can read more about his uh, findings at WKOK.com. Several candidates made the petition filing deadline Tuesday to appear on the primary ballot for the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, where a single vacancy is opening. The Department of State website said it received filings from three Republican candidates. Commonwealth Court judges Kevin Brobson and Patricia McCullough, as well as Philadelphia Common Police Court Judge Paula Patrick. Brobson's Dauphin County is from Dauphin County. McCullough is from Allegheny County. The lone Democrat to file for the seat is Superior Court Judge Maria McLaughlin of Philadelphia. The state Supreme Court currently has a 5-2 to two Democratic majority. The vacancies are rising because Chief Justice Thomas Saylor, a Republican, faces mandatory retirement at year's end. Justice Max Baer, a Democrat, will assume the Chief Justice position next year because he will become the justice with the most time on the court. Brobson and McLaughlin received their respective parties' endorsements. Uh, the primaries May 18th. Did you scrutinize any of those people that uh, I named? I was on the team that investigated Kevin Brobson. What an outstanding jurist he is. He is oh, also good. currently serving, elected by his fellow judges, uh, both Republican and Democrat, to be the president judge of the Commonwealth Court. Okay. And now he's running for Supreme Court, and well, he is extremely what? well qualified. Well, guess what? He doesn't stand a chance. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, uh, that's well, if you met him, you'd disagree with that. He's well, no, outstanding I'm, guy. Well, I, may, I may be the perfect judge, literally perfect in every way, but he's from Dauphin County in Allegheny and Philadelphia. I know. Well, that's the are problem. in charge, so it's, that's kind of sad. And finally, we talked a little bit about COVID-19 and hospitalization and life-saving. Another reason why now it's a good time to drop a couple of pounds, the CDC says in the past year, 78% of the people who are hospitalized for COVID-19 are overweight. The agency looked at 145,000 adults who were diagnosed with uh, COVID-19 at hospitals between March and December. 28% who of those admitted were overweight and more than 50% were clinically obese. The study finds that people who are fat are at higher risk of needing ventilators as well. So all the more reason to stay fit as though you need it anymore.
And so you're no longer going to use the dis- the description "big fat" to describe anybody because <laughs> I don't of use the health I, implications I don't now associated use it. with it. I don't use it for people. I think I use it for things like the big fat Republican Party lumber, big, lumbering big down hurry. the hill, right. <laughs> <laughs> trying to change over the years. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We talked a little bit about President Biden in the first uh, part of the show. Joe is uh, still has little confidence in his abilities, and oh, I think uh, he I think he was very capable at one point in his life. I'm just not certain he is now. <laughs> now, right now, now. Well, it's interesting. Uh, CNN ran some clips of previous comments on, on a particular topic on immigration yesterday, and one was about 20 years ago, and of course he's reciting whatever he wanted to say pretty succinctly. The next one was during the campaign. He was pretty sharp then, and then one a couple of weeks ago where he's speaking much slower and not, you know, not quite as uh, vigorous in his remark, but still fully articulate. And tomorrow night you get to, to watch a live presentation of the president. So are you excited about that? I'd be more excited if he was doing a standalone press conference. Oh, you in that press conference. Okay. Well, maybe he'll do one. Well, I think that Jennifer Saki... Yeah, when, when he asks, when when he offers to take questions, they cut him off. Said he is going to do one. So. Right. Okay. When? You in that press conference. Well, I just like. I think we we'd like to hear what he has to say. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is the telephone number that Mr. Than dialed. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning, and uh, I love the comment that Joe said. That everybody's talking about how uh, slow Biden is. Uh, <laughs> all I hear talking about how slow Biden is mostly is Fox News. And Joe. <laughs> yeah, you're and, right. And Good point. I, and, and I can see the guy. I am older than Joe. I think I've lost a certain amount of my name retention, and I think that's a problem. You'll hear me on this. If I call in, I oftentimes have to think about the name and so forth. I don't think that uh, Biden is a guy who you're going to be able to put in the problem of dementia or something like that, I have to say that when uh, the previous president, whose name I would rather not say, had a press conference, what he did for the whole thing is tell us how great he was and how many great things he's going to do and fills it up with a whole bunch of untruths. Now, I'd rather have somebody who's smart enough not to look foolish at 77 years old or whatever Joe is, but uh, I think that uh, uh, you just have to accept that he's getting older, accept that Joe and I can't remember things that we used to remember. I don't think we're any less able to run our lives than we were before just because of that. After all, Joe, you can use Google to look up those people. But as you always say, Than, I don't have my finger on the nuclear trigger. <laughs> Joe Biden does. <laughs> I don't think that's that's very, Well, so did, so did what's-his-name. And, what's and it bothered you that what's-his-name had his hand on it, but it doesn't bother you that Biden, who can't remember the name of the Secretary of Defense, has his hand on the nuclear button. No, as a matter of fact, I like a truthful man. I, I like a man I can trust. I, I was taught differently, apparently, from the Republican uh, Party people. And that is, you don't make heroes out of men. You check 
men and see what they are worth. You don't make you heroes work. out of men. Well, I think the Democrats do that all the time. If you're going to call I us Republicans, well, I'm going to call you a Democrat. I don't. I heard you saying that to the left. Uh, who was it? Uh, 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 I can't remember his name. There you oh, go yeah. again. My proof. My, my point yes. exactly. Cuomo <laughs> uh, in New York State. I was. I thought, man, he really is good at calming the country when he had those press conferences. Turns out that he's not as good as I thought he was. He turned out to be about as human as I thought he was. So, in other words, his messing around or making six women, assaulting them and uh, giving them unwanted advances, that's that's somehow not as bad as Donald Trump saying that he could get away with something that he never actually was proven to have done. Well, I, I guess <laughs> I, I love your logic, if I could ever find it. <laughs> I, I can't answer that. I can't answer that. I just would prefer having a person of morals and uh, empathy in the White House and not a liar and a self-aggrandizing uh, uh, individual. Sort of like the governor of New York. You've just described Mario or described Andrew Cuomo. Listen to you. How old are you? You can't even get the governor straight. It. Took me a second. <laughs> no, I, and, and by the way, I was fooling about not remembering his name. This, by the way, had, is Mario's 35th birthday. Mario, the uh, cartoon character that's in all the oh, games. The, the, the Game Boy, okay. <laughs> oh, the children's games. Is that what you do instead of watching the news during the day? Well, I tried watching MSNBC and CNN, but I found intellectually I was better off playing the children's games. I think, I'll tell you what, you and Fox News and children's games, I I think you go together very well. And what aren't you going to see on CNN? You mentioned something earlier they weren't covering. What was that? They weren't covering the sixth accuser of Governor Cuomo. They put a blackout on that. All the major networks blacked it out. They didn't bother to report that number six had come forward. But Fox, of course, is all over it. I wonder how Fox I found out about it since I found out about it on television. You found out about it from Fox. If Fox hadn't reported it, it wouldn't have been there. No. Okay. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, I see. I see the magic of Fox News. You can't get it right. As you completely stumped. Listen, go play Super Mario, Joe. I will. <laughs> you get my point. Yes. Well, that's right at the top of your head. It's hard to miss. <laughs> well, there you go. You mix in some children's, uh, uh, what, what do you call those things? Nastiness. Oh. And now a... you've got Super Mario. you got Fox News. You're ready to go, my friend. I am. But right now I'm playing Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. Uh-huh. Ah, <laughs> you know that's one I never saw. Well, your education is sorely lacking, my friend. But we'll we'll I, enlighten you one of these days. I uh, I I am kind of an anti-magical person. I love magic, but not magical things. And it appeared to me like those movies had a lot of magical things in them. Okay, you like realistic stuff. I mean, I don't know. I can't make a comment. Okay. 
Well, let's see. You said about uh, all this news about uh, the sixth accuser. Among those who chose to skip the latest Cuomo developments include CNN news anchors Jake Tapper and Wolf Blitzer, as well as MNBC star Rachel Maddow, who has yet to even mention Cuomo over the past 10 weeks since his controversies began in late January. Well, number one, the Republican Party, and this was through Trump as well, was uh, loves to throw out all kinds of pickled herrings, <laughs> little jingling things that get our attention. Like, for instance, Dr. Seuss. We have serious problems in this country. We have a pandemic. We have a climate problem. We have all kinds of joblessness. And you guys are worried how about, about the How Dr. about the crisis Seuss. at the border, Than? How, you didn't mention the crisis at the border. No, I didn't. And there it's is a challenge. always <laughs> has been a crisis at the border. If no, you put it not like now. Way, not when Donald Trump was in, there was no crisis. The border. See, I don't think we're as dumb as you think we are, Joe. <laughs> I think we can fix stuff if we work at it. And you say, well, uh, you can't fly an airplane on electricity, so we quit. Let's just back out of this. Well, you can fly airplanes on liquid fuel made from the toil of farmers who are back to work growing crops to uh, uh, distill into an alcohol that will fly a plane. We can figure it out, Joe. Uh, I, I don't hear you bad-mouthing our future, Mark, nearly as much as Joe. I don't bad-mouth anybody's future. I just think that you're putting your eggs in a basket that has a big fat hole in the bottom. Aha, uh -huh. oh, Joe, that is offensive. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> a big fat I, hole? I don't I see anything about this before. sixth accuser anywhere. No, I'm telling you, it wasn't reported except by Fox. It's not even on the Fox app. Now, it may be on the Fox TV show. Well, here's the story well, I, I got off Fox News. Fox. I, okay. I knew about it and Side. Oh, here we go, CBS. Oh, CBS is covering it. I should have started there. Well, they weren't. Hey, thanks, Dan. We appreciate your call, as yeah, always. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Take care, brother. Okay, have fun with Super Mario. Yeah, I will. You take care. Uh, <laughs> All right, yes, CBS reporting six to ten hours ago is when this story was posted. Let's see, what does it say? Well, the sixth accuser came forward. That's, that's suffice to but say. But last night, the three evening broadcast networks, ABC, CBS, and NBC, also chose to avoid the embattled governor and his sixth accuser, despite airing hours after her claims were made public. All right. So, in other words, it was a breaking story, and it wasn't uh, wasn't covered. What was covered? I think there was plenty of news that was in the newscast. Do we have to do the Andrew Cuomo count as it slowly ticks upward? But, you know, let's face it. When when it was Brett Kavanaugh, oh, this was horrible. One person from high school accuses him. So you th mean... Throw him it, out. It's, get it's him, exactly him. the same thing about... An individual who's probably going to be the outgoing governor of New York versus well, he was planning an on running for a no, term. No, Listen, do you think these are the same people, the same import, the outgoing governor of New York versus an incoming U.S. Supreme Court justice? They have the same level of import? No, he I was not I the don't. outgoing governor of New York until this <laughs> he happened. He is now. He was planning on running for a fourth term. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quickie break, but before we do so, we have to read one of our good texts that comes in. says, first and foremost, this is the biggest thing I've heard on the show. It's a travesty. Sure. I'm offended by Joe calling Super Mario children's games. I didn't call him that. Oh, that Than was Dan. Dan. Okay. Than did. I didn't yes. call it that. So super offended by that. And then... Please, uh, let's get, be super offended at the guy who said it, not at me. <laughs> as for Indy 
Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb? Yeah. Is that a new movie in this series? No, no. This is a game. A, 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 a children's um, game. Not a children's game. It's an Xbox game. I got it on Xbox Gold. Okay. And it's a lot of fun, except it's awfully hard to do. So. All right. Uh, go up upper right-hand corner. Very telling that when Joe says mainstream media won't report on the sixth Cuomo accuser, Mark says, but Fox is all over it. Exactly. Fox reports real news. Others won't. Yeah, it's not on the app, but it, you said it. You you looked at, what, the website to get that? I today. got the story off the website, or from yes. the TV, perhaps. But I heard it on the news this morning on right. Fox and Fun. Well, I heard it yesterday. So I guess CBS was covered. I, I don't recall where I picked it up, but it's not on CNN site right now. The, you and know, you know CNN what MSNBC was reporting on? The flap between Meghan Markle and the prince and uh, the the Ooh, royal family. Which let's talk about I think, the royals, Joe. Oh, let's forget about the royals. <laughs> this is not Come on. England. All right. We got some texts. We're going to read those on the radio. I guess it's a text, uh, but we'll read that on the radio. And uh, we'd love to hear your call. 1-800-795-9565. What's on your mind? It is an open day. Uh, we are talking about uh, Governor Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, not really getting adequate coverage when it comes to individuals stepping forward the way uh, some Republicans get it, uh, get coverage, that is. So we'd, uh, you know, maybe you have an opinion about that. Uh, talked a tiny bit about immigration. Joe mentioned the catastrophe of immigration that is unfolding in the Biden administration right now. What's your view on that? It's an open day. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. I guess Kevin sent that text. He came in. He's all indignant. You called his favorite game. I didn't. Than called it that, but well, he accuses but me of agreeing with Than. But I was merely parroting what Than said. I'm with Kevin. I think you agreed <laughs> that it's a kid's game, and that is wrong. That is so wrong. All right. Uh, we've been talking about Andrew Cuomo, or if uh, if you're in Joe's, if you're rent, living rent-free in Joe's head, it's Mario <laughs> Cuomo. Uh, here's what Andrew had to say just one short week ago. I now understand that I acted in a way that made people feel uncomfortable. It was unintentional, and I truly and deeply apologize for it. I feel awful about it, and frankly, I am embarrassed Did you catch the little waver in his voice like he might be on the verge of tears? Yes. 
you know, he, he, he I am. He didn't realize that grabbing a woman's face and offering um, to play strip poker with her. He didn't didn't realize that that was likely to be offensive until now. And now he's enlightened and woke, and he understands. Boy, we're so lucky. I am so sorry that my presidential aspirations have vaporized. <laughs> so and my book deal. And now that you know they're investigating oh. him because some Democratic legislators want to know about the timing of when he got this book deal and the money because it seems that exactly around that time is when he started lying about the deaths in the nursing homes because nobody's going to want to buy a book about how great a leader you are during a pandemic if you're killing people. Okay, I think the disease is doing the killing, but in any event. All right, 1-800-795-9565, talking about the accusers of Governor Cuomo not to be in on CNN, although I think they must have covered CNN? it yesterday. No, they didn't. Okay. Not at all whatsoever? Okay. They it's not on it. the site. I don't know how. I, I did learn it yesterday, but uh, somebody, well, maybe it was on CBS broadcast. So, All right, Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning, guys. You know, here... Governor Cromwell has up to six accusers. Brett Kavanaugh only had one. And I remember all of us being told, you have to believe the accuser. And it turned out that Brett Kavanaugh's accuser was making up a story. It's been proven later, so is that true, now, Joe? Do you, the, he has six. I, I don't so. think that's true. I don't what? think that's true. I don't there, think. Actually, he had two accusers. The second one was thoroughly discredited before it even got legs. So you may yeah. be confusing the two. But Christine Blasey Ford still asserts that what she said happened happened, although none of her friends can corroborate it. Nobody who also knew him at that time ever remembers the party or anything like it. So, I mean, there was absolutely no corroboration to her story. Yeah, and uh, you know how the media played that over and over and over, the fake news media. They played as if it was true, and I I felt sorry for Brett Kavanaugh have to go in and make his statement out, you know, there with all them people against him, but he's a great leader in the Supreme Court. I'm glad he got on. But, you know, talking about accusers, you know what? Dan from New Berlin has an accuser, too. Oh, yeah? Yep. You so, know. Somebody's saying bad things about you? Yep. And, he, and the unfortunate part of it is, I hate to admit, sometimes this accuser's telling the truth. And the... The sad part is, he's right, and he goes up to the third heaven probably daily, if not more often, and says, Hey, that Dan that you saved from New Berlin, look what he did today. He slid through the stop sign, which is a a law that's earthly law, but as a believer... We're told to to follow man-made laws. And look at Dan. He told a lie today. And he accuses me every day before God the Father. But guess what? I have the best lawyer in the world. (laughs) Jesus Christ, the advocate. He's 
not only my lawyer who pleads my case. Well, Governor Cuomo's a good Catholic too, so maybe he's uh, maybe he has the same attorney. So, I, if he does, guess what? Governor Cuomo can be saved and he, and be forgiven of every sin he ever did or ever will commit. Not in Joe's mind. God to Christ the righteous and ask for forgiveness. All right, we got you. He'll have a greatest lawyer in the world, and not only his lawyer, He'll be a savior too. Right. He'll take okay. his place. We got to stop you, Dan. We're we, up to we, three minutes. Thank you so much going. for calling in. Hey, there. hey, had great program. Bye, bye. You got bye. A, uh, the the uh, law firm of Jesus, 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 and Christ is uh, is on your side. A wonderful counselor. Oh, so he's the wonderful counselor we sing about at Christmas. You never heard that. All right, Cindy, you're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm going to deviate from the current conversation to reflect on some things I've heard earlier in the week, if that's okay. Sure, that's fine. Yesterday or the day before, there was a discussion about the uh, poor quality of news reporting that we see on television. And uh, I I reflected on this, and and Mark, you said it's going to take us decades to undo the damage that's been done, the intermingling of commentary with straight news reporting. I agree with you. But we can fuel that change. You know, I, when I go to the grocery store, there's these magazine racks, and on them are these, what I call them, rags, these ridiculous magazines that tell you ridiculous stories, aliens giving birth and, you know, all this crap, and I never buy them. I, I will never buy them. And I invite my neighbors not to buy them. And by that, we put a halt to them because they're driven by the desire to make money. And I think that's one of the problems that's entered into some news organizations is that they're no longer driven by the truth or by a commitment to um, to inform people. They're driven by money. What will get the most eyes, right? What will invite the most and keep, retain the most watchers? So if we take away our viewership, we take away their advertising dollars, they're going to be forced to change their behavior. That's what I would like to suggest to my neighbors. Think, well, think elsewhere for your information. W- which one of those publications had the story about the alien giving birth? I don't think I got that copy. That's been in the past. <laughs> that's, that's been in that's the past. The they time. often have <laughs> alien stories on the front of these magazines. I'm sure my neighbors... You mean they're not true? <laughs> no, Joe, I don't believe oh. they're true. Sorry, I hate to break your heart. <laughs> hmm. The other day there was also a discussion about how many illegal aliens, and Mark asked, where does this 11 million come from and why has it remained 11 million for so long? And I asked myself that question just a week ago. How wise of you, Mark, to ask that question? (laughs) Actually, Stan started it two weeks ago. But anyway, go ahead. I asked myself, yeah, how can this not have changed? This is the same number for 20-plus years. It's hard to believe that number hasn't changed. So I wanted to look into it. Well, the Census Bureau conjures up this number, because on one hand they'll tell you nobody knows who these illegal aliens are, but then they'll create a number for who they are, which I find fascinating. But this begged the question, you know, about why hasn't this number been revised in the last 20-plus years? And MIT, for those of you who are fond of science, Mark, in particular, I draw your attention to this, and Than. MIT and Yale, pretty prestigious institutions, their organizations put together a study, 
And they believe, they reported that they believe there are between 22 and 26 million people in this country illegally right now. Wow. Twice. Wow. Twice, let me point out. Twice the number the Census Bureau routinely has conjured up, and twice what is being reported constantly. Twice. Twice that. Which I think is really a pretty believable number. But that begs the question, what do we do with them? We invite them to return to their country of origin (laughs) and get in line with all of the good citizens of the world who raise their hand, knock on the door, and ask to come in. But don't you think if we'd suddenly had those 26 million people gone that we would notice (laughs) a difference in our lives in some way? You have a lot of lettuce going unpicked. (laughs) <laughs> I you wash my own dishes. I clean my own house. If you know, people represent these people to me as folks who do these services. I do it for myself. So, do I think that my life would be diminished by their loss? No. Now, do I accept that there are people who rent them homes, who would, uh, or some kind of living facility, and they'll lose their rent? Yes. But I, I cannot see rewarding criminal behavior. If I rob the bank and the money was sitting here on the table when the police arrived. Are they going to say, well, you did escape with the money, you get to keep it. (laughs) Just leave it there. We're taking you in custody. We're leaving the money. (laughs) Exactly. Or when we have criminals, you know, they extend this to saying, well, they've had children. We can't throw them out because they've had children. Their children are citizens. But we have no problem putting criminals in jail for extended periods of time, even though they have children. We have Mm -hmm. no problem doing that throwing those children off and into the foster system. We have no problem doing that. And uh, I think we have perverse uh, behaviors going on. I know there are organizations who um, make money uh, settling and getting these people on the public dole and helping them become uh, living in this underground system. And so those people have been complaining because of the lack of the illegal immigrants and but you know the second the other side of this is i can speak as a former school board member that when you admit millions millions of people who don't speak the english language the federal government has put all kinds of rules on the school that they must provide supplemental assistance to these folks so don't their children and by extension them you can't have a meeting with them unless you get a translator present so that they know what you're saying. You can't, yeah, and you can't ask the children whether or not. This is a whole vague survey nonsense they concocted during the Obama administration to get around this about what's the primary language spoken in the home versus the primary language spoken by the children when they get to school. So it, it becomes, we twist ourselves in knots over this nonsense. I don't understand why we persist in admitting millions of people to this country who can't support themselves because we put them in direct competition with the 20 plus million people we already know we have who are struggling to support themselves and what's the fairness of that there's a finite amount of resources you know people will say oh there's well, not are enough low income housing we still have well, a lot then why of jobs. are you adding more people that need low income housing are they, are they competing i mean we still have a lot of people sure they are. all right we're you not going to have time to answer this school they're competing with every other child in that building for the scarce dollars that exist in that community all right we got you we got to get on thank you so much cindy great Thanks, cindy. great findings and remarks all appreciate that 26 yeah. million yeah, people that is that's what's kind of scary that is what stan speculated that the number was actually double what was being uh, 
uh, guest. And, uh, you know, obviously empirically you can back that up. All right, quickie break. We've got three open lines, 1-800-795-9565. we got some texts and emails to read on the radio, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at uh, 70236. Uh, we are talking about Governor Cuomo. We're talking about uh, illegal immigrants who are in the U.S., some 22 to 26 million of these people uh, in the U.S. So what's your view on that? 1-800-795-9565. All right, upper right-hand corner, Joe. It says, why should Governor Cuomo's chances of being president be diminished by six accusations when our former president had at least 25 women accusing him of assault? He did a bit more than grab faces, and he bragged about it. And Democrats have higher standards. Republicans have only fake family values, so they, they don't care if you've done all that. You can still be president, but Democrats have higher standards. Well, do they really? Yep. <laughs> Harry, you're on the mark. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey. Uh, you know, I, I think... One of the things, I look at things sometimes a little more simplistic than others, and I kind of like <laughs> uh, to amplify on what Cindy was saying about the uh, illegal immigration issue. If I come uninvited into your house, I am guilty of either breaking and entering or at the very least trespassing. And I find it hard to believe that it's impossible to see that same logic as somebody who enters a country illegally. That is that very best trespassing, and especially when somebody is taking advantage of other benefits without contributing in the proper way. Uh, when you see veterans that can't get uh, uh, benefits for home uh, for homes, and and all of a sudden now, all of a sudden, because you came into this country, now you're going to get medical care and housing. And, you know, if it's not done the right way, then it's then it's illegal. That's just the way it is. It's not that complicated. Well, you're right. It isn't that complicated. But we now have the situation where there is somewhere north of 11 million people in this country illegally. So what do we do with them? Do we, as Cindy suggests, invite them all to leave tomorrow? Or do we find some way to make accommodations for those who are, um, you know, contributing in some way to our society? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, a lot of them are working. A lot of them are, yes. And, And how many... But how many are working at jobs that should be going to somebody else who who is either a citizen or here illegally? And I don't really care about the trite argument, well, it's a job that somebody else wouldn't do. You know what? If somebody needs a job, they'll do it. Well, and I think that argument also falls short. If if they're offering seven fifty an hour, uh, most people wouldn't want that job, and so somebody who's in the U.S. illegally might take that job. But guess what? If that individual who's illegal isn't there, guess what happens to that seven fifty an hour? Yeah. Up it goes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But the you know, and and I've always made it. I had kind of a joke, and I mentioned it to a guy who's a lawyer, and I won't mention the name because he's kind of an ambulance chaser guy, and and sometimes it was kind of rude on my part. After that description, thank you. (laughs) I'm sure he appreciates that. But I would do it just to have a little fun uh, at his expense, and it made me feel better, which was wrong, I will grant you. But my point was, if I was a lawyer, and I, I would start a class action lawsuit for anybody who's in jail right now, because if we are not going to punish all illegal acts, then we shouldn't punish any of them. 
and and I would mm. just watch his eyes glaze over, and it was kind of fun. I got to be honest. Yeah, I think there's probably a lot of laws being ignored in the U.S. All right, oh, thank I you. know that. But thank you, like Harry. Say, it's somewhat frivolous, but it was just kind of a to put it in perspective. You know, you have to you have to enforce fairly, and and I think this is a. You know, nobody should ever be arrested for trespassing or breaking and entering if it's not a crime. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling Selective in. enforcement. It's an issue. Appreciate that. Thank you, Harry. All right. Uh, let's see. Upper right-hand oh, okay. corner right here. It says, Sorry. hey, guys, got it all figured out. Cuomo's issues, Biden's border emergency, and Harry and Meghan's royal family issues. They are all Trump's and the Russians' fault. Then CNN, MSNBC, and other liberal news organizations will give 24-7 coverage. He's got that right. Right down here now. So good morning. In my opinion, Dr. Fauci at the beginning of this pandemic said to hold off on masking because the Trump administration had none in reserve. I repeat, none. So the people in the front of the line needed them badly, just like toilet paper. People went out and bought it up. So Dr. Fauci had to protect these um, and people. need help. Okay, I need help. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pushing random buttons okay. here. Dennis, you're on the mark. Good morning, guys sitting here listening to the comments, and I won't mention names, but the comments about how untruthful Trump was and Biden being such a wonderful, truthful man. I, as a Catholic, can and say this quite openly. Biden is pro-abortion. It goes against everything that the church has ever taught. That's living a lie. I'm sorry, I don't see where it's truthful, and it's not just me. I mean, the Catholic bishops have spoke out against it. Catholic leaders and, you know, Catholic theologians have all spoken out about it. You know, you sit here and, oh, he's such a wonderful man. That one issue alone, it may be a single issue, but that one issue alone just gives me a lot of room for what? You know, and this man is, is false all the way through. It, and, and it is a heavy issue. We know that. Abortion is always a heavy issue. And Never only, judge the man's soul, you know. But the only, I'm Dennis, you're saying the only way to have faith, the only way to believe, the only way to be Catholic is the way you decide. You decide that if you are a person of faith, you have to do this, you have to do that. Uh, if it is abortion, you have to feel this way. Even if you're a public leader and you are ruling over many, many people who may not have the same faith as you, you must impose your Catholic faith no, on he's them. He's talking about the teachings of the church and how someone who claims to be a, a devout Catholic adheres to those teachings. All right, and right. so it is in the Bible then that if you are a Catholic, which I don't even think you'll find that word anywhere in the Bible, but if you're well, Catholic the first being universal, so. and you're a public leader, you must impose your personal religious restrictions on other people. Now, I've read the Bible several times through, and I never saw that, but maybe I've missed and, it. And biblical scripture is not the only thing in Catholicism. It is a combination of custom and tradition mixed with scripture and theological teaching. That the Bible isn't so, you know, last word with everything, even though the scripture can be, you know, okay. interpreted that way. But what I'm saying is, is that, yes, Catholic comes first. Your soul comes before anything. 
If right, that's for to, his decision. So he he is pro-choice, uh, but in his public life now he may be personally uh, pro-life in his personal life, but he's pro-choice. He's not imposing his religion on other people. Dennis, we have uh, to move things I, along. I so go what, ahead and wrap. I think, well, I think what Dennis is trying to convey, if I got, I got know him what right, he's trying to say, is I'm that, not stupid. I can hear. Well, him. no, I'm not. Yeah, but you're you're saying that the, <sighs> the teachings of the Catholic Church shouldn't matter if your own if your own uh, moral compass points another direction. I think what we're trying to get at here is why do you identify yourself as a Catholic if you don't support the teachings of the Church? All right, Dennis, you get 10 more seconds. Go right ahead. right or wrong, Dennis? Yeah, there's a lot I could say in 10 seconds, but I can't. So, but anyway, no, Mark, I Thank get you. what you're saying. I really do get what you're saying. Okay. But Catholic is Catholic is Catholic. If you're taught that from birth, then you should know better. Can't, so Can't be anything else. Man. Can't think anything else. Must behave that way. All right, we got well, you. Well, that's why we have Thank you so much. Catholics. Thank you. Well, yeah, that's what you are. Isn't that what you call yourself? I do. Okay. <laughs> Is that a good thing? I don't know. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, and they were so kind to put me in a brand new 2021 Mustang Mach-E Premium, only $56,000, and of course, they'll give you a top dollar for your trade. It is 100% electric. It is super fast, 0 to 60 in 4.8 seconds. Not that I did that. I, I This is only spec sheet that they give you. Uh, you can plug it into 110 volts. It's your home if you so choose, but 20, uh, 220 is even better. Uh, and it would go 270 miles on a charge. And the best thing I found about it, it was a cold, wintry, blustery February day when I rode in it. And guess what? It heats up instantly. It doesn't have a motor that has to heat up. It has an electric heater, and that heats up right away, just like a space heater or anything else. It has an eight-year, 100,000-mile warranty on the great big battery that it comes with. You can use your cell phone as a smartphone key fob for the vehicle. You can start the car ahead of time. Uh, and it's got a Bang & Olufsen sound system. So it is the perfect vehicle for a lot of folks. It's the electric Ford Mustang down at the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check it down. Check it out. That's just one of the models, but there's some other models that are even faster, believe it or don't. They're all-wheel drive, and boy, they, they peel out. Uh, and check them out, sunburymotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury and at sunburymotors.com selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Anyway, welcome back. 1-800. Oh, scratch the phone number. We got callers. They get a minute apiece. We'll start with Frank. Go ahead, sir. You got oh, 60 seconds. One minute. One minute. Okay. Uh, I just heard the Babel commercial uh, to uh, learn a new language. Hey, I was watching some YouTubes over the weekend, and I came across uh, Shakira. She speaks six languages fluently, and they did little clips and interviews and so on. I was amazed, and it took me back to the days when I was an Uber driver for the students at uh, University Bloomsburg. And I hear six or seven different languages in the car 
kids from Middle Eastern, Southern, uh, South Colombia, um, Germany, and you know, I finished watching the interview with Shakira and the languages, and it. The bottom line was, you know, America speaks one language, and majority, most people speak English. I had an elective. I chose to speak span, uh, learn uh, Spanish and German. Uh, I think people limit themselves. I like to watch foreign movies with uh, and listen to them. Uh, I think people in America limit themselves or don't challenge themselves. All right, we and it was move kind on. of the hinge of the person who was speaking Cindy about languages and people can't speak the languages in this country. Frankly, right. we've got to, take, we got to get you, the next you, caller a minute. Call back tomorrow you. when we have more time. Call at the start of the program. JB, Sunbury, you're on the mark. Hit it. Okay, good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, there's things I could say other, but I called about the immigration, and I alluded the other day about uh, Cheryl Atkinson and Full Measure and her book, Slanted, which Dan said something about it, too. Uh, but you can find it on Fox 56, 8.30 Sunday morning, or if you're not limited to cable and... Uh, uh, Check it out online. Uh, you you can get it on 21.3 or online. But her, she talked about Wilcox City and had the mayor and the... Well, that's all we're going to have time for. I'm so, I'm, call back tomorrow, J.B. Yeah, so sorry about that. Really, I deeply sorry, apologize. Sorry, I can't call back tomorrow. Call at the start of the I'm, program. A, I'm a terrible time manager, in case that's not obvious. This is WK, okay, Sunbury.